Philip Gustafson was great as the Minnesota Wild shut out the Vancouver Canucks 3-0 to finish the road trip with a win. We break it all down on tonight's Locked On Wild postcast. You are Locked On Wild postcast, part of Locked On Sports Minnesota, your team every day. Minnesota Wild shut out the Vancouver Canucks 3-0 to finish the road trip at 2-2. Welcome into tonight's Locked on Wild postcast. Seth Topal joined by Kevin Gorg via the phone. Kevin, uh, you wouldn't know it that the Minnesota Wild were the team playing the second night of a back-to-back based on how things started. They were crisp. They survived a little pressure from Vancouver. And all in all, great way to end the road trip. Yeah, Seth, it was a long trip. You know, they've been on the road here for a week, and it was a speedy, kind of a taxing game last night in Edmonton, so you didn't know what to expect. But maybe their best period on the entire road trip was the first period tonight because they set the tone for the game. They played a smart game defensively. Uh, Early in this hockey game, they had the forecheck going. They were creating turnovers. Vancouver was giving them some great-A chances. And you kind of left the first period saying, Awesome period. Great to be up one nothing. But did you leave some chips on the table? Because I felt like it could have been two or three nothing, and you didn't know if that was going to haunt the Wild later in the game. But it did not. To Gustafson's credit, to the penalty kills credit, they got through that second period barrage that you knew was coming. Uh, we saw Sammy Walker on line with Matt Boldy tonight, and Boldy, I think, kind of uh, took that opportunity to give himself a nice night with the power play goal. And I thought Walker looked pretty good. Looked like he fit in with the uh, with the mix pretty well. Yeah, I thought Walker had a really good NHL debut. It's safe to say he likely will make his home debut in a wild sweater on Monday against the Oilers. His speed is a perfect fit facing that hockey team. But back to your point, Goudreau and Boldy put in a situation where you've got a guy making his NHL debut. You've got to help him feel comfortable, build chemistry kind of as the game progresses. And I thought they did just that. And I I thought Matt Boldy had a really strong game. And I think, you know, goal scorers like him that haven't put the puck in the net for a couple of games, when they get one early, it just seems to feed into their entire game. He had a huge block shot during a penalty kill sequence. And I thought between him and and Sammy Walker, I thought they fit together real well, which holds well for Sammy Walker moving forward because Matt Boldy continues to be one of the the real go-to players on this hockey team. We saw Connor Dewar get another shorthanded goal. It seems like he does this almost on a nightly basis, and you had a chance to talk with him in between um, during one of the intermissions, and I, I liked what, what Dewar had to say in that he kind of wants to carve out that type of a role at the NHL level. He's obviously got the uh, the skill set to do it, but uh, just just enjoy seeing those opportunities from Dewar uh, with the shorthanded uh, those shorthanded goals, the Wild lead the league in them, and obviously that's something they've been able to use to their advantage this year. And I think you make a great point because it's a young hockey player that knows that there's a role waiting for him, and the penalty kill is such an important part of a team's success, and to see him embrace that role, have the success that he's had doing it, um, yeah, he's pretty fired up about it. We're happy for him. And I got to tell you a fun story. He's a pretty quiet kid. And uh, we're on the streets of Vancouver. These, I've got fans everywhere, apparently. Um, and so he, he's a real shy kid, and he comes out to do the interview and looks at our PR guy, Aaron Sickman, and says, wait a minute, I got to work with Gorg? I thought it was Hockey Night in Canada. So he kind of gave me a little shot and a big smile on his face, and it just shows you the comfort he's got right now with the way he's playing. 
That's great. Um, Philip Gustafson was fantastic tonight, and we saw Vancouver after the lackluster first period from them really amp things up in periods two and three, and you saw some tired legs for the Wild, but Gustafson just said, hey, guys, I got this one, and he was just he was sensational all night. Well, the challenge that, that Vancouver presents, Seth, is they're really good laterally. They move the puck east to west. They've got creative hockey players. It starts with Patterson, uh, J.T. Miller, Brock Besser. I mean, go up and down that lineup. They've got skill everywhere. You're right. You knew after that first period that it would be happening, and they would come with a push at some point. Gustafson was his very best uh, in a wild sweater we've seen. He was confident. I thought Wes Walt made the point on the broadcast early on that he really was tracking it well. And then having a conversation with him after the game, uh, you know, his strong suit is kind of being big and moving laterally. For a big guy, he moves pretty efficiently, and that was tested tonight, and he earned that shutout. There was nothing fluky about it. Yes, the team in front of him played well. They blocked shots, but he made 35 saves, and I would say of those 35, 15 were grade-A chances that Vancouver had. So certainly uh, deserved to be the number one star of the game here in Vancouver, and great to see him come up with a start like that. Kevin, I wanted to ask you as well, it seemed like tonight – the, uh, the Wild simplified things a little bit. And, you know, I, I had keyed in in just kind of looking at this game uh, earlier today that it seems like when, when things kind of go bad, the team maybe looks a little too far up the ice to try for the home run swing. And it really felt like the Wild tonight were much more crisp with their passes and were able to get it up the ice with more success uh, by, by just kind of trying to, to simplify and to shorten their game. And I think maybe the last couple of nights in Calgary and Edmonton were a not-so-subtle reminder that as much skill as the Wild have, and they do have plenty, they're a better team when they don't get into a track meet. They're a better team when they play exactly the way you're talking about, when they play a disciplined, zone-to-zone game. They move the puck smartly. They don't take too many chances, and they grind it out. And I think they're a better team when the Jewel Erickson X line is together. When those three guys are together, I thought they were awesome the last couple of nights, but specifically tonight, setting that defense-first mentality tone early in the hockey game. Everson started them out, uh, the opening shift of the game, and I thought that shift really set the tone for a great first period. And I think the Wilder are a better team when they play this style. I really do. That, and it doesn't hurt to have Jonas Brodeen back in the lineup. Uh, he came back against the Flames. He was back in uh, tonight as well. And, I, I mean, what can you say? The guy just brings a, a ton of elite play defensively, and, and it seemed like the defense really took the lead from him. He's elite. Yeah, you make a great point because Jonas Brodeen does things that a lot of defensemen cannot do. He defends with his feet. He's got a great stick. He's got a great sense for how to defend if he and the Wild are just they're, – they're going to be a better team in the back end when, when 25 is on the ice. We love Jared Spurgeon. We love Middleton. We love the entire blue line. Love what they do. But he's the best they've got. And he showed that again tonight. He was so, so good in the penalty kill. And I thought that was the, the real turning point of the hockey game. Vancouver had those three consecutive power plays. They've got terrific skill. They get a goal there at the different hockey game. And, Rodin played a bulk of minutes uh, on that shorthanded situation and was a part of that perfect penalty kill that got the Wild through that big storm. Minnesota Wild win 3 nothing to finish the road trip at 2-2, 14-11-2 two two, now on the season. they got a four-game homestand coming up, which we will talk about, as well as it sounds like a couple of Wild players 
are going to be practicing this week. So we'll talk about all of that and gear up for game one of the homestand against the Edmonton Oilers as we continue tonight's Lockdown Wild postcast after a word from our sponsors. Tonight's Lockdown Wild postcast is brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. You're hanging out with some friends and putting back a few drinks. A few drinks becomes a few too many. As the evening comes to an end and people start to head out, you think of calling for a ride. Nah, you live nearby. You can make it home okay. It's no big deal. What are the odds you get pulled over anyway? And even so, what's the worst that could happen? Your insurance goes up, you lose your license, you lose your job, you total your car, you kill someone? Everyone knows about the risks of driving drunk. The results are tragic and often deadly. However, that still doesn't stop everyone from getting behind the wheel while under the influence. That's why police officers are out there now looking for impaired drivers on our roads to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Play it safe and plan ahead to get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. Drive sober or get pulled over. Continuing tonight's Lockdown Wild postcast, Seth Topol joined via phone by Kevin Gorg. And Kevin, the Edmonton Oilers on the schedule once again on Monday nights. Uh, what needs to change for the Wilds this third time around against the Oilers at home? They need to bottle up what they did tonight and, and bring that with them to the game on Monday because a good penalty kill, good smart hockey defensively, play physical, make the Oilers play a grinding game. Don't get in the track meet with the Edmonton Oilers. Not many teams can survive that. I think the Wild earned their lesson a couple nights ago. And we go back 10, 12 days to that home game the Wild had against the Oilers. Minnesota was the better team from the drop of the puck, but they were the better team because they didn't create turnovers. They didn't take a bunch of penalties and they played zone to zone. They have to get back to that style of hockey. And I think one thing that people have to think about too is Dean Everson now has the comforts of home, which means he gets the last change. And that means the grief line can match up with the McDavid line. And that's something that was very difficult to do in Edmonton. The Oilers did a really good job. Jay Woodcroft, their head coach, of avoiding that matchup. And I think Edmonton took advantage of some other matchups in the lineup. That's not going to be the luxury for the Oilers this time around. The Wild have to use that home ice to their advantage. The difficult part is it's a long road trip. We're going to stay the night tonight here in Vancouver and take the long flight home tomorrow. And people always talk about that first game back. That's a quick turnaround. I almost wish the game was on Tuesday, but that's not the way the schedule lays out. And I think those first 10 minutes for Minnesota are certainly going to be a challenge. It's weird to see Kirill Kaprizov not get on the point on the score sheet for the first time. Uh, his 14-game point streak was snapped. And that, I think, bodes uh, not well for Edmonton either because it seems like if Kaprizov has a quiet night one game, he usually has a pretty loud one the next. You can just see the uh, intensity he brings in situations. And I think the third period tonight, once the Wild got to that 3 nothing lead, he was focused on trying every shift to get in the attack and get something going uh, to keep that streak going. He's, he's just that guy. Right? He's that fierce competitor that does all the little details, and he thinks about all those little situations. And, yeah, I think you're right. I, I, I think Edmonton better be very careful because 97 likely going to bring a little bit of frustration into that game because he had some looks tonight. His line had a bunch of chances. Zuccarello had a phenomenal game. It just didn't work out for, uh, for 97 to get on the score sheet. But you can bet me he'll be back on the score sheet come Monday night. He's just that guy, no doubt about it. Kevin, the, the final one that I wanted to ask you as we uh, kind of wrap it up, it, it sounds like 
we'll see Brandon Duhame and Ryan Hartman both at practice this week, which is a good sign for their return. I think Hartman, from the sounds of it, is a little further away than Duhame is, but a good sign to get those guys back and practicing. Absolutely. I think everybody's looking forward to both those guys because they both play such a valuable role for this hockey team. You're right, Duhame's a little closer. They're going to practice. They'll be at morning skate on Monday. They'll have, uh, I think, a couple of days to kind of get back and acclimated with the club. That's kind of how the, the timeline works when these situations come up. But I would think at some point in this homestand, you might see one or both of these guys, probably more likely do name. But the interesting part of this equation is the way Sammy Walker played tonight. And that competition is real because there are certain unmovable parts in this lineup. And you look at the way the top line is playing. You look at the grief line. And frankly, the way that Reeves, Shaw, and Dewar are playing, there's not a lot of room right now. So if one comes back and then two comes back, this is going to be a very, very competitive time for some of the players on this roster. So we'll see how it all plays out. But I think any coach will tell you that type of competition brings out the best in any hockey team. Absolutely. And, you know, getting players back and healthy, it feels like this team's starting to play some of their better hockey of the year. You always want to have those guys back because injuries seem like they pop up at the worst time. So we'll take it. And uh, all in all, a great win against Vancouver. Kevin, thank you, as always, for joining us for these Lockdown Wild postcasts. We will chat again with you after the uh, the game on Monday. And for Lockdown Wild fans, make sure you're following along with Lockdown Wild on your favorite podcast platforms. Wild win 3 nothing. We'll do it again Monday night with another Lockdown Wild postcast, all part of the Lockdown Sports Podcast Network.